It's no accident that you repeat the same relationship patterns over and over again. It's not just what you're attracted to, but it's also what you're attracting. And, you know, the reason is, is people transmit on a specific emotional frequency, a wavelength, so to speak. And it attracts a certain type of person. You're listening to Scientific Healing, and I'm Dr. Anastasia Choplis, your host. You might be wondering what relationships and healing have to do with one another. It's because your emotional state influences your health profoundly. In fact, research shows that the most important factor in your life for health, wealth, longevity, and happiness are your relationships. To help you take better care of yourself with a soothing healing audio, go to scientifichealer.com forward slash wake up brain. That you vibrate, that you're giving off your own personal frequency isn't fantasy or it isn't woo, it's not like new agey stuff, it's actually science. And they're backed up by measurements of what you radiate. And they're either bioelectric or meaning that there's you around your body, you have this electric field or they're biophotonic. In other words, it's light that gets re-radiated off your body after you absorb it. And the measurements show that if you are content, healthy and living happy and living with a purpose, you radiate at a much higher frequency than if you're sick or depressed. And the bad news is you didn't know it until now. And the good news is that you can change what you radiate. So this is a multi-part broadcast about how to prepare yourself for healthy relationships. And you'll know shortly why this is a good idea. So why do you attract the same sort of partner repeatedly? There are two components in any relationship, and I know this is like super obvious, but there's a reason that I'm saying it. It's you and the other person. So the relationship consists of the two components. And it actually centralizes around you. So you came into life with a certain set of energetic imprints or patterns and before you had any sort of relationship, like right when you were born, right? And this is the basis on which you build, right? And these imprints are really the you before you've had any relationships. Plus, and then after when you have those early life relationships, that's when your imprinting really starts to uh, to alter and take effect and it can dictate most of your life. So it consists of your inherited energetic patterns, which are known as epigenetics, and it includes tendencies towards certain behaviors. Do you have a trigger temper? Do you have a tendency towards depression or destruct self-destructive behavior? Or are you naturally happy or naturally high, right? And then what happens is that those imprints that you already have, and I know, I know it sounds like, do you have a trigger temper? But I have to say that when my son was born, 
uh, you know, I've had, I have two children. When my daughter was born, she was just always like super content and happy as a baby. And uh, even right when she was born and I held her in my arms for the first time, she was just like this content little baby. And when my son was born and they took him off of me to clean him up a little bit, he shrieked bloody murder. And what's interesting is that those two personalities kind of stayed through their whole life. Although my son has learned how to modify it, right? In other words, he, he has developed uh, he has developed a way to suppress his immediate trigger temper. And he inherited that trigger temper from his father, who inherited it from his father, right? So it goes down the line. And my son decided that the buck stops here, right? <laughs> I kind of helped with that too. So then your early childhood relationships could lead you also to having some low energy emotions. And it's like fear, shame, or anger. These are low energy. You don't really want to be in them because it, it really saps your strength. And those relationships are to your parents or to other significant adults in your family, like aunts and uncles and grandparents. It could even be to older siblings or even siblings that are kind of your equal. And uh, those emotions are, are kind of unresolved issues that happen between you. And each emotion that's trapped in your body has its own effect on your personal frequency, right? So then on top, layered on top of that, everybody says, well, your healing is kind of complicated. It really isn't. You just have to understand what the parts are. And we come in, in layers. No, it's not like an onion. <laughs> I don't like that analogy because once you peel all the layers of the onion off, then you are left with nothing, right? So what we want to do is I just relate it to like as if you have a pond with pond scum. Beneath the pond scum, you have this beautiful, clear pond and you want to just keep scraping the pond scum off until it's all gone, right? So these are your layers that you want to clean off until you're left with the real you, right? So now on top of those early relationships and what you were born with, you have societal, religious, and community beliefs. And the emotions that you feel when you're subjected to these values, behaviors, and beliefs further determines your frequencies. So uh, an example is when I was a little girl, like five, six years old, my grandmother came to visit. And, you know, I'm from a, a, a really Greek family, right? We have, we spoke Greek, we ate Greek, we went to Greek church, uh, we, we had a lot, my parents had a lot of Greek friends. And, uh, you know, and when you grow up, you marry a nice Greek boy, right? So, so having those values, they valued female, they valued females way less than they valued males. So I was the firstborn and my sister was second and then I had two brothers after that. And my brothers were valued more than we girls. And even when my grandmother came, she says, girls are bad, boys are good, right? And I kind of got 
I kind of got incense thinking to myself, here I am like six years old, thinking to myself, well, then why am I a girl? I don't want to be a girl, right? Because I, I got angry at the thought that how dare they call me bad and I had no choice in the matter, right? So that's an example of kind of like a societal belief with with Greeks having kind of like this internal belief. And I carried that throughout a lot of my life. And that's kind of over now. <laughs> I'm grateful to be female because I got to experience all these awesome things, right? But you have those things in your life like... You know, there are people that have grown up in religious cults and they have, were abused and things like that, or they were, you know, browbeaten a lot. And the feelings that you have during that time are what you then wear as your emotions. Like a lot of people have felt trapped in their lives, right? So all of these things, these three things, the layers, you, your immediate relationships and your society, your community, your country, wherever you're from, they add up to what you are going to be radiating and this is what you will be attracting. And it will attract not who you are, but who you're being and right at that moment, right? It's got nothing to do with, like I've had a lot of people come and say, I've had these really horrible relationships and I don't know what to do about it. And so now uh, I think that it's my fault. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like you come with this package. The good thing is that there's lots of ways you can fix it. And so there are a couple of reasons why you want to wait once you complete uh, a difficult relationship meaning you have decided to go your separate ways and you know, you're mad as hell and you can't take it anymore. That's from the movie network, right? So <laughs> there are two reasons. The main reason is why you want to wait and heal from the destructive relationships is you still have that energy emanating from you. And so you want to Give it a chance to heal. And it's not that time heals all wounds. You have to be proactive at it. And then the second reason is, is that you won't notice that destructive, toxic behavior towards you because you've gotten so numb and used to it. You won't realize that it's going on until you're very deep into it. You might not even know what a healthy relationship looks and feels like. You may be so used to drama that anything feeling anything that's healthy will feel boring to you. <laughs> so I, I've heard this complaint that their nice partner is just too boring, that, that they have to go find their bad boy or bad girl to make life exciting again. Give it time. Give it time. Gray relationships aren't boring. They're just drama free. And there's no adrenaline rush due to danger. Like, why do people like to watch scary movies? Because they get this adrenaline rush. Like, I don't like scary movies. I turn them off or I, I watch videos and scrub through the, the scary parts. I just don't like them, right? <laughs> okay, so I said you need to wait a while to heal. What is it you need to do? Well, the short answer is raise your frequency. 
And, and here are some ways to do it, right? So the number one is to start taking care of yourself, right? Let's not consider relationships. Let's start taking care of you, right? One of the things that I've noticed that people in toxic relationships, they are busy taking care of everybody else and they leave themselves behind. They don't feed themselves well. They, they will, like when I was getting divorced, I was spending all my money on my children's clothes and my children's uh, whatever it was, taking care of them, making sure they were okay, making sure they were going to grow up okay, and I neglected myself. I didn't buy any new clothes for like two or three years because I figured, well, I'm not growing, you know, I'm the same size, but they are changing and growing. But neglecting yourself like that is not doing yourself any favor because you're not honoring yourself. So the first thing is to take care of yourself, get a manicure, get a massage, buy some new clothes, do something that makes you feel good, get a new haircut, you know, change your hair color, do something different. And so that's treating yourself. And then the other is to treat yourself well, forgive yourself, right? And that, so anytime like I use cord cutting a lot, like every morning I go through and I release what I had the day before. And that cord cutting will help release the thoughts. Like if ever I feel guilty about, you know, oh, I should be spending this money somewhere else, right? But you are important. So you need to release that thought of guilt and let it go down the drain. So I just cut three times down whenever a thought like that impinges and I let it go. It's really important to catch yourself, right? And so that's number two. So number one is to treat yourself well and number two is to, to stop the guilty thoughts in their track because guilt is a very low frequency emotion and you want to let it go. And then number three is to let yourself sleep enough get some walks in and exercise, drink enough water, water hydration is very important, drink enough water, and even take some deep breaths and meditate. So I have a couple of free meditations that are very helpful to help bring yourself into the present moment and help you take care of yourself. And in the next couple of um, episodes, I'll be talking about steps to take further to take care of yourself and to release all of those old low energy emotions, right? I'm just talking about a few simple steps today, right? And to release those old uh, low energy emotions to help prepare you for having great relationships. Because the current you right after an old relationship breakup, like especially if you've been a repeat offender, I was, I had a repeat, <laughs> I went from relationship to relationship to relationship and I had the same kind of guy. They were, they had trigger tempers, right? They just got really mad really fast. And what I was doing was looking for my other half because I didn't have the ability to get angry. I couldn't because I was punished every time I got angry when I was little so it's kind of beaten out of me literally and so 
I found somebody that could be angry for me, right? They could be outraged for me. And I learned how to do that for myself. It's really important that you're a complete human being. And I had to learn that the hard way, right? So my free, uh, free audio that you can get, you go to scientifichealer.com forward slash wake up brain scientifichealer.com forward slash wake up brain and in the next uh, in the next broadcast I'll be talking about how you you know further steps you can take to release those old emotions I'm going to talk exactly on how to heal that and then in the following one I'm going to talk about steps you can take to heal all of your old relationships that will help you then get into newer, healthier relationships. Sometimes it doesn't take much and sometimes it takes a lot. I had to run through this healing process with every single former relationship I had until uh, as soon as I was done with that, my now husband basically walked into my life just out of nowhere. So I always say that when you're ready, the right relationship will appear. Now, it's not always like that, but if you're anywhere connected to your spiritual self, you'll find out that that's true. So I look forward to seeing you in the next, um, in the next broadcast. Remember, it's scientifichealer.com forward slash wake up brain. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. If this broadcast was helpful, please give it a five-star thumbs-up rating, share it with your friends, and please subscribe to my channel. Until next time, this is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis.